0: in the name of Jesus. Let's do our Bible pledge together. Everybody ready? Here we go. This book is the infallible word of God. Christ is its star, our good, its design, and the glory of God its end. This book declares that God loves me as I am, but will not leave me where he finds me. I am not what I can be, but I am not what I used to be. I AM WHAT IT SAYS, I AM, I CAN DO WHAT IT SAYS, I CAN DO, AND I CAN BE ALL THAT IT SAYS, I CAN BE, IN JESUS' NAME. AND THE CHURCH SAID, AMEN. Amen. I'M GOING TO READ TWO VERSES OF SCRIPTURE, FIRST KINGS CHAPTER 2, VERSES 10 THROUGH 12. THE WORD OF THE LORD SAYS, THEN DAVID RESTED WITH HIS ANCESTORS, AND WAS BURIED IN THE CITY OF DAVID. HE HAD REIGNED FORTY YEARS OVER ISRAEL, seven years in Hebron and 33 in Jerusalem. Verse 12 is what I want you to focus on. So Solomon sat on the throne of his father David, the next phrase, and his rule was firmly established. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God we pray that you will anoint our ears to hear, that you will anoint our hearts to receive today with the Spirit of the living God wants to speak, breathe into our hearts and lives this morning and let us forever be changed by the power of your word and by the authority of your glorious name. Amen Amen. and amen. God bless you so much. Before you see it, turn around, wave at them real big, smile real big and say, Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today? amen and amen thank you youth choir thank you sister Ruth Ellen thank you pastor Steve thank you pastor Shelton everybody oh my goodness Mm. presence of God has been so good already I got a few more scriptures I want to read To you, but I wanted you to go ahead and have the opportunity to sit down because there's quite a bit of reading, more than what I normally do at the beginning of my messages. This message today, I'm not preaching at the young people today, I'm actually preaching at you and me, mom and dad. The title of this message actually is The Lord Allows and As the Lord Leads. The series is Preserving Our Holy Heritage. Preserving our holy heritage. I want you to know something. What we feel and what we are experiencing here today is what the church needs today. And it is what the church will need tomorrow. Amen. Second Kings chapter 19 beginning with verse 14. Let me throw a note here in this. We're skipping ahead now from our text, the one we just read. 1 Kings chapter 2. We're skipping ahead 12 generations of about somewhere around 250 years from the end of David's reign to his descendant and royal heir to the throne, King Hezekiah. Sennacherib, a man by the name of Sennacherib, his name may not mean much to you, but he was the king of Assyria at that time. And he reigned over Assyria at the same time King Hezekiah reigned over the kingdom of Judah. Sennacherib decided that he was going to come and he was going to possess the city of Jerusalem and take it away from David and David's lineage. Sennacherib sent a letter to King Hezekiah, basically giving him an ultimatum to either surrender the city of Jerusalem to the Assyrians or be wiped off the planet altogether. That was Sennacherib's ultimatum to Hezekiah and to God's people. Picking up at verse 14 of 2 Kings chapter 19. If you're following along, the Bible says, Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and he spread it out before the Lord God. Verse 15, and Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, Lord, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Verse 16, he said to the Lord, Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste these nations in their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them. For they were not gods, but only wood and stone fashioned by human hands. Now, Lord our God, deliver us from his hand, so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone, Lord, are God. I'm not quite done. I'm going to skip on down to verse 32. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. The Lord said to Hezekiah, He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I, says the Lord, I will defend this city and save it. And Notice what he said right here. For my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. Now, I don't know if that strikes you how it strikes me this morning. But I think the Holy Spirit is wanting to say something to us, moms and dads and grandmoms and granddads. And I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting to say, you stay faithful to me. You stay on fire for me. Don't let this holy fire that we have sensed in this congregation today die out. Keep it burning. Keep it burning for the next generation. And when the next generation comes and the enemy comes against them like a flood, the Lord says, I will fight for them and I will deliver them from the hand of Satan. For my sake, says the Lord, and for your sake, praise unto God almighty i believe the lord is saying to us today to stay faithful moms and dads you see there's nobody else who is responsible for the fire of the holy spirit burning in our hearts except me and you it is not and i don't i don't want to come across the wrong way but listen to me it's not up to any preacher myself or anybody else to keep that fire burning It's not up to any other spiritual leader to keep that fire burning. The Bible teaches us, folks, it is our, my responsibility, and it is your responsibility as mothers and fathers to keep the fire of the Holy Ghost burning fervently in our hearts and in our lives. It is a holy fire that we have been charged with By the God of heaven, to one day in God's timing, do what? Pass on to the next generation. The message this morning is about preserving our holy heritage. And whenever we talk about this, I love to share this illustration of the afterglow. Have you ever noticed that whenever the sun sets behind uh, the, the sets behind the western horizon and it actually goes away. The sun itself, you can't even see it any longer, but even though the sun has set itself and we can no longer see the sun, we can still see the rays of that sun that's captured in our earth's atmosphere. You know what they call that? They call that an afterglow. Let me tell you something. The Lord, I want to be so full of the Holy Ghost. I want the fire of the Holy Spirit burning so fervently and so hot in my soul that one day when I close my human eyes in rest, and I make my transition to glory, may my children, oh, come on, somebody help me preach here right now. I said, may my children, and may my children's children be able to look upon that spiritual afterglow that will remain behind long after I leave this earth Let me tell you something, keep the fire burning in your soul. Keep it burning. Let the Holy Ghost churn those coals every now and again, deep down in our souls, and keep that fire burning fervently so that one day, when the Lord calls me and you home to glory, our children will be left with something more than a material inheritance. May they be left with a spiritual inheritance that will carry them through the challenges, that will carry them through the trials, that will carry them through the good times and the bad times that life will have to bring their way. I said I want to leave my children more than a good bank account. I want to leave my children the fire and the power and the Pentecostal anointing of the Holy Ghost of God. Woo, I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. Somebody give God praise in this place. Come on, give God praise in this place. I feel so much of the Holy Ghost that I just about cannot contain him. But that's what we need. Our children don't need dead religion. Our children don't need meaningless ritual that no one even remembers what it symbolizes any longer. I'm not downing what the Word of God teaches us to pass on, but I'm saying it's got to be more than words. It's got to be more than doctrine. We believe in doctrine, don't get me wrong. We're about biblical doctrine, accurate doctrine. That's what it takes. But it's got to be more than that, is what I'm saying. Let our children and let our children's children know that there is a God in heaven who is alive, whose power is real, and whose grace is more than sufficient to meet every need that they could ever have in their life. The afterglow represents our legacy, folks, our legacy, what we're going to leave behind, moms and dads. One's legacy can be well illustrated in the text that we just read here, King David and his descendants of all the successes that could have been listed in King David's life from slaying the giant Goliath that we just talked about a few weeks ago to becoming the king of a unified Israel to capturing Jerusalem from the Jebusite people as well as other significant victories and significant accomplishments that could have been listed in 1 Kings chapter 2. What is interesting to me is that the writer, being inspired of the Holy Spirit of God, chose the words of verse 12, which simply says this. Then Solomon, Solomon was David's son, then Solomon sat on the throne of his father David, and Solomon's kingdom was firmly established. Out of all the things that we could leave our children one day and our grandchildren and even our great grandchildren for that matter, let it be our prayer today to leave them an authentic, on fire for God faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. A faith that we not only sing about, a faith that we not only preach about. A faith that we not only talk about, but a faith that we live out every single day of our lives. David's reign over the kingdom of Israel was firmly established by the hand of God. My prayer today, Lord God, let my witness, let my example, let my experience in the mighty presence and spirit of God be passed down and firmly established in the hearts and lives of my sons and daughters. Loving beyond one's lifetime has to do with the kind of harvest you and I are going to leave our children and those loved ones who are going to follow after us in our footsteps. I want you to hear this, loving beyond tomorrow will require you and me to live. Now hang on to your seats. Loving beyond tomorrow will require that you and I live beyond ourselves today. I want you to think about that for a few moments this morning. In order for us to love beyond our tomorrows. We've got to live beyond ourselves today. In other words, I'm not living for me. I'm living number one for him, the Lord. And I'm not only living for the Lord, I'm living, I'm ultimately, supremely, primarily living for the Lord. He's number one in my life and as well as he should be in all of our lives, but I'm also living, listen to me, I'm also living for my children. So sometimes when the morning comes and I feel weak and I feel beaten down and I feel beaten up even, and when I don't feel like putting another foot forward ahead of the other one, and I just wanna roll over in my bed, pull the covers over my head, and say, Lord, I give up. I throw in the towel. I have fought my last fight, and I raise up my white flag because I'm done. Then the Holy Spirit rises up inside of me and says, who told you that you're done? Oh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Who told you that you're done? I didn't say that you were done. Get up out of that bed. You start moving forward in the name of Jesus Christ because you're not living for you. You're not living for yourself. The Lord says, you're living for me and you're living for those you're going to leave behind one day when I call you to glory. So the next time the devil comes in and tries to tell you, and and, and, and look, I'm going to meddle some more and, and, and tries to get you to throw yourself a little pity party. And I'm saying not in judgment because hey, I've done it many times myself. Throw myself a little pity party and then the Holy Spirit comes along and says, well, what? What's wrong with you? Have you forgotten what I've already done for you? Have you forgotten how many times I've healed your body? How many times I have forgiven you for your sins? How many times I have made a way for you when there did not seem to be a way for you? Have you forgotten about the God that you have served all these years? Moms and dads, may we never forget the God who has already carried us so far through this. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he will be the same if the sun rises in the morning and we get out of bed to go back to a a job that doesn't appreciate us so much, or our boss that doesn't really pay us enough money, or our, our fellow workers that don't believe the way we believe, and they laugh at us because of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we get up anyway. You know why? Because number one, God has already done more for us than we could ever possibly deserve. And you know what? If God never answered another prayer, if God never healed my body of another sickness, if he never cleansed me from another disease, guess what? I would still owe him more than I could ever... Oh, somebody help this preacher preach this morning. I said, the God that I serve will still deserve more than I could ever repay. Somebody say, he's more than enough. Say it again, he's more than enough. I said, our God is more than enough this morning. And this same God, young people listen to me, this same God who has been more than enough for this preacher, And who has been more than enough for our mothers and fathers today is also more than enough for you. All you gotta do is call on his name and the God of heaven will answer you. The spirit of God that we sense in this place will never change. It'll just get better and better and better and better. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, church. You think the Spirit of God is here today? You ain't seen nothing yet. God has got a whole lot more where that comes from. Hallelujah. Go ahead and praise Him. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's just getting started. You see, our heritage is an eternal heritage. It's not a temporal heritage, it's an eternal heritage. The seeds that we sow today have the power to bring forth a legacy, a spiritual, holy heritage, a holy legacy that will transcend this lifetime here on earth. And so the question of the day is how bright will our afterglow be when we leave this place? I know that's a sobering question, isn't it? It's sobering to your pastor as much as it is to anyone else in this room or anyone else watching online this morning. But it's a question that we need to ask ourselves every single day. That's why we talk about it in staff all the time. We ask one another, whose kingdom are we really building, ours or God's? Because guess what? Well, let me, let, me tell, let me read this, what Jesus said, and I'm not going to preach much longer. You know what? God has already done a tremendous work in this place. But I want you to listen to, what, to the words of Jesus, what he said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 and 25. Then we're going to pray again. Listen to what Christ taught. He said, Therefore... Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. <laughs> Some of us here today, you're experiencing the rain. You're experiencing the turbulent winds that life brings. Now, I don't know what it is about me and Pastor Shelton and Pastor Steve and and Brother Duano, but whatever day we pick to go golfing together, It just feels like they're tropical storm force winds that just decide to blow that day. (laughs) And every time we try to go out and we think we got a good day of golf ahead of us, man, the wind just picks up and just blows us. They're pretty good. I'm, I'm not very good, and so my ball goes all over the place anyway, but that wind just blows the ball all over the place. But listen to me. You may be experiencing the turbulent winds of life today. But hold on and hear what Jesus said. The rain came down. The streams rose. The floodwaters came. The winds blew and beat against that house. (laughs) Listen to this. However, it did not. Somebody ought to be running around this sanctuary about right now. Pastor Stephen. am I right? Somebody ought to be shouting, dancing before the Lord right now because you know what that means. Let the rain come. Let the winds blow. Let the rain fall. Let the floodwaters rise because guess what? Because our house is built on the rock who is none other than Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, our house will not fall. So let the enemy roar. Let the devil scream and try to intimidate us and make us feel like we're so tiny and insignificant that we are too weak to do anything about what he is wanting to do to our children. But the devil is a liar. Oh, somebody needs to claim that today. Some mothers and fathers and grandparents and guardians need to claim that word today. I said the devil is a liar. And the truth is not in him. For I know in whom I have believed, his name is Jesus. Say his name. Jesus. Say it again. Jesus. He's the Savior. He's the rock. He's our champion. He's our deliverer. He is our healer. He is our savior. We have no need to fear because Jesus, because Jesus is here. (laughs) Oh, somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord, God Almighty. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So this is what I feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting us to do with everyone, standing hands raised in the air. We're going to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Pastor Shelton, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but if, if there's is young people that are in here nearby and we're still being COVID conscious, I promise, I want y'all, the young people, if you can help me, Pastor Shelton and some of your youth workers, have the young people stand in this altar area. Just make sure they're distanced properly. I'm not going to lay hands on them. I'm not going to... Get up in their face. I'm going to pray, and we're going to pray for them as a church congregation. Church, will you stretch your hand this way as our young people come forth? Is is this not a beautiful sight? (laughs) Oh, come on, let's give them a hand again. I know... You know and I know they didn't do all that this morning for us. They did that for the Lord God Almighty. Mm, Man, I feel. Sister Nicole, I feel so much of the Holy Spirit. I can barely stand up. I feel so much of God. Parents, grandparents, church family, balconies, bottom floor, stretch your hands this way right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor Shelton, will you join with me on the stage, sir? If you will to stretch your hand toward these, I'll stretch my hand toward these. Church family, stretch your hand toward all. And start praying. Pray out loud. Don't pray to yourself. Pray so the devil can hear you and know that you're a child of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, we pray for our young people this morning. May your holy hand rest upon every single one of them in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit of God, baptize them with fresh fire. Fresh fire, almighty God, in the name of Jesus. Baptize them with a fresh anointing fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost and let it baptize their lives. Every lie that the devil has tried to tell them. Everything that the enemy has tried to deceive them with, I pray right now. Let the spiritual scales fall from their eyes and let them see the glory of God that you will envelop them with this day baptize them with the Holy Ghost. I said, baptize them with the Holy Ghost. Baptize them with your holy fire. Baptize them with your holy anointing. Right now, Almighty God, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, let the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost be poured out on them right now. Day, the nearness of your presence, oh God. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost anointing, the fervency of your presence burn in their hearts and lives, oh God. That they will walk in the fullness of your spirit, that there will be so much of the anointing of God on their lives that when the devil sees them coming, every demon in hell will turn and run the other way. God, you see their hunger today. You know their heart today. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh upon our young people. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh upon our church. But the spirit of revival, Oh God, set us on the rock of our salvation who is none other than Jesus Christ, the Lord God. Lord, we pray your blessings in the name of Christ. Pastor Shelton, I feel led for you to do something, brother. I don't know where your mic is. If you can grab a mic, I feel led for you to pray a prayer over these young people. You have to tell them up there what mic. Ruth Allen's mic, unmute Ruth Allen's mic, guys. I feel led for Pastor Shelton to pray over these young people today as our youth pastor. Praise God. Hallelujah. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up these young people to you right now, oh God.
1: Lord, we pray that you would cover them, oh Father, with the blood of Christ, O oh Father. We pray, Lord, that when they step out into the schools, Lord, when they step into their homes, oh Father, when they step out on the street, Lord, wherever they go, O oh Father, we pray, Lord, that you would be right there with them, O oh God. We pray that you would give them strength, Lord, when they are weak. We pray that you would give them hope when they are hopeless. We pray, oh God, that you would, hallelujah, Lord, take away all fear, oh Father. Help them, Lord, to be moved. After you, that their joy would be in you, that their love would be for you, oh God. Help them, oh Father, to be examples, Lord, in the kingdom of God. Help them to be examples in their home. Help them to be examples in the school. Help them, Lord, to be leaders, oh Father, and not followers, Lord, for they are the head and not the tail, oh God. We pray, oh Father, for your covering upon them. We pray for your covering upon them, Lord. And them to you help us lord to be a magnet for god help us oh father lord to love them lord and to show the love of christ to them oh god but lord we pray oh father that these next generation that these young people oh god would be on fire for you god that their heart will be on fire for you god that their souls will be on fire for you god that they would love you and love you first and foremost oh god lord be a covering upon them help them oh father these things we name of Jesus and let the church say amen amen amen
0: amen hallelujah 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 praise the name of Jesus Lord willing We're going to come back to this next Sunday because the Lord has laid something out so my heart that He wants us to pray about. But next Sunday. So, today, without further ado, I want the church body to pray. First of all, we need to thank God. Can we do that right now? Thank you, Lord, for the revival spirit that we have felt in this place today. And one more time, let's give our young people a great big hand clap of appreciation and affirmation. Young people, let me tell you something. Y'all are incredible. We love you. Your church loves you. Your pastor loves you. You know. Your youth pastor, Pastor Shelton loves you. We affirm you today. Moms and dads, I know you affirm your sons and daughters today, and so do I. Let us hold them up to the Lord in prayer always. Never getting so caught up in our own problems and our own circumstances that we forget what our children are going through, because I promise you, the same devil that fights us, fights them. So in this closing prayer, let's thank God for what he's done, and one more time, let's pray a covering over every one of our children in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's pray, Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. Oh, look what the Lord has done today. Thank you for our young people. Thank you for every single one of them. Those who are here, those who are joining us through our online broadcast, we pray for them, God. We pray for you who are watching through our online broadcast. And we as a church family pray a covering over every one of these teenagers and young people, young adults. We pray a covering over them, a hedge, a hedge, by the atoning blood of Jesus, because we know the devil cannot cross the bloodline. So we apply the blood of Jesus to every one of our children today, those who are physically here, those who are watching the broadcast, those who are not even able to be here, but they are a part of our family, you know them and we submit them into your hands. Let your word Serve as a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And let all that we are and all that we do bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name and the church said, amen. God bless you. We love you. You are dismissed. God bless you.